Traveling over hills, winding round the trail, comes the signal of that old radio. Searching with the dial, fingers trekking for miles, they'll settle in the valley that they know. From Opal City, this is Opal City Radio. Hey guys, it's 8.35 p.m. It's 8.8.2016. Welcome to Opal City Radio. I am Mike, and with me is Emily. Hey guys. So, um, I was going, I and this is my fault, because I, I forgot to do it, mm-hmm. um, but I was going to let you all know, so think of this as like a late heads up. By the it's, way, guys, we were taking two weeks to do this episode. <laughs> yes, um, it, it, it it was a lot of reading and um you know it it was a really long comic that we did but it's kind of like if i said if i walked in the room and i was like hey guys are you ready for this road trip and you were like you didn't tell me that we were going on a road trip michael and i'd be like well we are motherfucker we're we're going on it now yeah so you best pack your shit so just bring and... bring all the kleenex that you can carry yes Yes, um, indeed. He, you know, we, we've been doing we've been doing themes a lot yes. on Oval City Radio, and so this particular month, what we're going to do is, is we're going to take two weeks. And we're going to read two runs of comics that were very important to Emily or very important to myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what we've done this week, or these these past two weeks, basically, is we have read the uh, very very highly acclaimed strangers in paradise yes i almost said i almost said something else oh no michael don't ruin off to, off to a great start <laughs> ruin it immediately yeah uh, i thought it would be i don't know I've, just, I've been really liking the idea of doing like opal city radio like gets a little personal yeah um i mean if you've been listening to this i guess for any amount of time i you yeah. probably know us fairly well. I don't know. Um, but we're, we're not complex people. We're really not. But I thought it would be a really cool thing to take some time and to go back and revisit like the most personal, most meaningful comics. Uh, yeah. For me, it's Strangers of Paradise. What we're going to do in two weeks for Mike is we're going to do Sandman. Right. Which. I try to read, so this will be interesting to get back to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to get back at that, to read get back these and discuss them, and I maybe ugly cry on. Yeah, him. I mean, I don't know. I just want to prepare you guys because I mean, there's a lot of stuff. It's a human thing to attach certain things. Like everybody, unless you're a goddamn robot. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a song that'll make you cry. Everybody has one of those. I'm, I'm thinking, actually, I have two that I can name right now. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I have like three or four because I'm an emotion, I'm an, like an emotional wreck. <laughs> but let's, well, what's one of yours? Um, for good from Wicked. Okay. Yeah. God damn it! I have a Wicked one too. Mm-hmm. No. I have a couple of Wicked um, ones. I was very heavily emotionally invested. Wicked in was really good. No, I mean, I'll be sh- okay. 
I get we're just gonna like let's just dive right into it. Um, yeah, because for good gets me, and this is this is gonna keep getting discussed in this episode. Um, yeah, because I associate that with my friend Leon or our friend right. Leon. Yes, um, who we, Who's... we lost to cancer three years ago. Yeah, and... I consider her like the the best ghost friend of the show that we have. Yeah, um, and Strange in Paradise gets very very connected to that for me yeah um but yeah for good like i i had to take that off my pot my ipod because every single time it comes up and i love that song i turn into a bawling weeping mess like i have to sit in my car and finish listening to the song and wipe the snot off my face and try to roll into the office like no i haven't just been weeping in my car for 10 minutes yeah doesn't everyone it's a long song too like it that must be like grueling yeah it's 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 bad um the other one crap it's beatles um in my life okay because Mm -hmm. that was played at my aunt's funeral right um she died 20 years ago yeah. but i mean even to this day it's a beautiful song and it kind of makes me mad that i associate it with something so sad well yeah but i mean you you can't but help, I can't but help it that. and yeah. I, I am i've recently i've finally gotten to a point where i can like if it comes on the radio or i hear it in another context i yeah. don't immediately break down crying yeah. but if i'm in the right yeah it, that those are the two <laughs> that, that get me let's see the my my number my number one triggered song <laughs> is probably only in dreams by Weezer, oh. because that my friend Matt, um, you know I've talked about him briefly on the show. Yeah. I think a couple times he was one of my best friends, and you know he died uh, a long while back. Yeah. I I don't even know, but um, like Weezer was one of his favorite bands, mm-hmm. and. You know, like, it just, you know, it, I mean, first of all, I mean, Rivers Cuomo is a monster now. <laughs> For those of you who who know the Weezer of, like, the 2000s, but in the 90s, yeah, yeah. in the late 90s, Rivers Cuomo plays this, it's like the most emotional guitar riff, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. And it's just like... It, it takes me a little while. Like, the song will literally paralyze me. I can't do anything else but listen to yeah. it. Yeah. And for the longest time, um, me and another friend of the show, Joe Pfeiffer, you know, when we would, you know, be thinking about Matt during parties and stuff like that, like, yeah. it was, like, our thing. We would go out to the car and we would, and we'd be fucking drunk as hell. I'd be like, thank God a police officer never came by because he'd be like, <laughs> what is happening in this in this vehicle? Oh, no. <laughs> like two inebriated, like young adults are bawling their eyes out to a Weezer song. Oh, What's no. wrong? With what sort of drugs do you have? <laughs> but like, and and we would we would listen to the song, and it, like for us, the night wasn't like complete mm-hmm. without doing that. So you know, I mean, for me, I had I had to do the same thing. I had to take it off pod, like you know, like my my iPod. I had to take it out yeah. of rotation, stuff like that. And, you know, like when I was, I worked for, for Bose, the, the speaker company, like they had that as one of the songs and I went around every iPod and deleted it, you know, and, um, you know, it's just, it's just one of those songs. The other one is, 
Oh God. Um, sunny day real estate uh, in circles is another one. No, there's two. There's in circles and angel. Both of those will, will turn me into a, like a, a weeping mess. Oh my gosh. I thought of another one. Too. Yeah. Uh, it's a motherfucker by eels. I, I don't, I've never heard that, that one. Yeah. That's, that's another one. Yeah. That yeah, that'll get me choked up, and I'm like, all right, no, I got to yeah. skip I mean, over like, this one. I like this album, stay, but I gotta skip it. Yeah, like with Sunny Day Real Estate, is kind of a given there an emo band. Yeah, you know, and one of my dark secrets is that I do like a lot of emo bands. So, um, I also kind I have a mix CD that's all emo music because well, I mean, you can't. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm like I unironically whatever. Shut up. I'm 16. They. <laughs> Say what you will about emo bands, they all have great drummers, and that's a goddamn fact. You can take that <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's got that one song, mm-hmm. you know, um, and everybody, and because of you know, I think the 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 emotion that that gets distilled into things that you consume, you know, either music or writing or you know things like that, it it really does like, you know, a comic is even more effective sometimes at, you know, shuffling those things around and and dredging those things up, you know, as you, as you become attached to characters and you see them going through the same things that you were going through, you know, and Mm -hmm. it, you can't help but relate to that. I'll I'll say, okay, let's, okay. So stranger in paradise yeah, um, this okay. This if if you guys weren't paying attention now, now we're now, starting. The now we're book. you know we're starting it. All right. So written and drawn by Terry Moore. Yes. This was the very first comic he did. Uh, for most of its run, it was self-published. Yeah. Um, although Homage published it for a hot minute. Yeah, they did. They did like the for, color for, issues, which was really weird. Um, yeah. Weird. I I was very used to them doing just you know black and white. Yeah. Ink. So yeah, it's a black, mostly a black and white comic. Um, it started in 1993, yeah. and the last issue was published in 2007. God damn! Yeah, I started reading Strangers in Paradise when I was about 14 years old. So this is like 1995. Right. Okay. My mom was reading it because this is back when she worked at the comic store. Right. Because I I know I've mentioned this before, but that's how I got into comics was. Yeah. My mom read comics because my brother played magic, so she would go to the comic store to right. get a magic cards. And, of course, they were hiring. And my mom's the kind of person who, like, she's friends with literally everyone. Right. You know, so, of course, the guy who ran the store loved her immediately. And so she right. got the job. She brought home all sorts of horrible 90s comics, um, like Spawn and Witchblade and Pit and Ripclaw. Oh, man. But then she also was reading bone and strangers in paradise <laughs> yes so i was reading strangers in paradise i kind of wasn't supposed to be because i right. was like a little mature i guess yeah i mean it, it deals with some pretty heady yeah heady but i mean for a long time like this was kind of um i don't know like this was a thing that my mom and i had in common i mean right. for many many years like my Christmas gift or my birthday gift for her was you could buy a subscription like just to the comic through yeah. Terry, you know, Terry Moore's website. And right. that's what I did. I would buy her a subscription so that she could stay up on this comic. 
Um, right. I even gifted her one year. I couldn't make it to Dragon Con, like last minute, kind of. And friend, Terry Moore was there. Yeah, I have yet to meet this man. And like everyone else I know has met him and gotten me stuff that's been signed by him. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I want to meet him. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they got me an issue that was signed by him so that I can give it to my mom for her birthday. Right. But yeah, like the older 14-year-old Emily didn't really relate to anyone in this comic. Mm-hmm. Um. 30-something, Emily? You mean, like, 20-something, Emily? 19, (laughs) 20-year-old, Emily? Right. Um, (laughs) Like, goddamn, if I'm not Francine. Like, I see so much of myself in Francine. I'm just like, oh my god. Which just makes me even more infuriated with her sometimes, but then I... Yeah, it's true. I there there were times where I was yelling at Francine. Yeah, so while I was reading it, I'm a very vocal reader, as you know. <laughs> so the general gist, and we're not gonna, we can't book report this because we'll be here. No, tonight, no, no, no. But the the general gist of this comic can it can be boiled down to, yeah, David loves Kachu, loves Francine. Right. Those are our three main characters. You have David, Kachu, and Francine. Kachu and Francine are best friends from high school. Right. Who have recently reconnected as, you know, grown women. Um, right. Kachu has a very dark, very violent past. Yeah. Uh, Francine does not. <laughs> right. Um, very standard past. And Kachu, I mean, she is, she's artist and she is hopelessly in love with Francine. Right. Francine is very nice girl next door. Mm-hmm. Um, with her string of terrible boyfriends. Yes. Uh, she does love Kachu, but a big crux of the story is her inability to deal with that. Right. And it's like any sort of strong attraction, you know, you not only draw each other together, but you also push each other apart. Yeah. Um, you know, and and you get that from both ways, from both the yeah, characters, from, from both God Francine and, and Kachu. Both of them, God damn. Yeah. And then thrown into the mix is this guy, David, who's another yeah. artist type who yeah. is himself desperately in love with Kachu. Right. And it's so you have this this yeah, this messy as hell love story. Right. But it's played out over like this sprawling like crime thriller. Yeah, and I thought it was really interesting the way that you get, like, you know, like we said, Kachu's got a really, you know, dark and and violent past, you know, that involves, like, you know, people taking over the government. and Yeah, there's the whole thing with, like, it's the big six who are, like, you know, these crime families, and they run everything, and what happened with Kachu is, I mean, she ran away from home in high school. Uh, Right. You know, she was... Her mom was terrible. Her stepfather raped her, beat yeah. her to shit. Her mom didn't believe her that this was happening. So she finally right. ran away. She winds up homeless and an alcoholic in L.A. Yes. She, she also steals Kevin Spacey's steak from his she plate. She does. Which I thought was great. She does. And yes. <laughs> she gets taken in by this woman named Emma. Yeah. Who cleans her up, gets her clean, gets her healthy. And Emma's a prostitute, so what do you think Kachu becomes? Right. You know, but it's not just any prostitute. She's this super exclusive, super high-end call girl. 
right who winds up being the lover of this woman darcy parker who's oh my this woman she's like a she's she's this like one of the early supervillains of the comic i would say yeah yeah like she's just a merciless you know uh she has sky high ambitions and she's willing to kill anyone to get them yeah she i mean again she comes from like a yakuza family she yeah. married this super old like billionaire dude and she runs a crime empire yes. is what you know she has her parker girls who like infiltrate like mm-hmm. um powerful men well as posing as wives and lovers and mistresses right um you know she says you know she got the white house because she you know she got two terms out of her current girl which right. is hilarious to think it's like oh when you wrote this that was that was hillary clinton yeah it's now, true they actually there's they're actually even in the yeah, comics they are i forgot about that um <laughs> so yeah i mean you have all and it like it kind of goes like bonkers yeah, it gets it gets very like you know like high echelons of power and yeah. all this crazy stuff is going on. There are people getting shot by snipers. Oh and... my god, it's almost like how deep does the rabbit hole go? Right, it exactly. Winds up going pretty damn deep. Um, yeah, but yeah, but played out. Like I said, like on top of that, is this very real, very relatable. Yeah. Like I said, incredibly messy love story. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and that's the one of the most beautiful things about it is that it's so messy because that's what makes it so, so real. yeah. So you know? so real. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a hard time articulating with this series. Um yeah. I, again, I mean again, like I've been reading it for like almost 20 years. I, I own like four different copies of this comic. Right. Uh, my one comic tattoo is a Strangers in Paradise tattoo. Um, right. My screen names are all Strangers in Paradise derived. So yeah. I am. I'm a giant nerd. So I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. I just, I just, I love it so much. Yeah. For, for as imperfect as it is. Cause I mean, I told Mike, I was like, all right, one, be prepared for ugly crying Two, like it does go a little sideways. Terry Moore was literally making this up as he went along. Yeah, it's it's true. And I mean, it's his book. Like he did everything in it. But I mean, it started as a three issue miniseries. Right. That was it. And then it was like, oh, this is like incredibly popular. So then he did a 12 issue, uh, Second volume, which honestly I think is my right. is my favorite part of this whole series. Um, that's um, that's when we first yeah. get introduced to the whole crime thriller aspect. That's when we first meet Emma. We first meet Darcy Parker. Um, yeah, you get the reveal with David. You know, it's all that. Um, and yeah. then the third volume ran for like ninety issues. Ninety issues. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he did. I mean, he was. He was. Making it up as he went along. I mean, and you could tell, I mean, tell a little bit. Like I said, it does kind of go a little sideways in volume three. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I was I was telling Mike, okay, so there is this this point where okay, so for most of the comic, it is it's this back and forth of Kachu sure. loves Francine, 
But Francine is totally unable to handle this, even though she recognizes that she loves Kachu. She wants to be with Kachu, but she can't deal with it. Right. Because she's got this whole idea in her head of, I'm going to marry a man. And we're going to settle down. We're going to have kids. You know, she has a kind of religious mother who would be horrified if her daughter, you know, was involved with a woman. You know, so she's got like all these these pressures and, you know, it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, at one point she does get engaged to a dude, to a doctor. Hey. Yeah. That son of a bitch, bitch, Brad. And, you know, at this one point, I mean, she is trying to imagine what is my life going to be? And I told Mike, I'm like, it's a lot easier to read when it's all together and collected. Because I remember when he did this and reading it issue to issue, people were ready to, like, kill this poor man. (laughs) I mean, I I saw what he was doing. And it does yeah. it does read so much better like all together and you're like okay this, yeah this is... no it, the the collected volume is is definitely yeah the it's best. like okay I see you know this is her imagining like oh no I marry Brad and you know we have a daughter and we have grandchildren and isn't it great and oh lose touch with Kachu and David okay and right. then okay here's maybe version two okay with like you know, her and Kachu yeah. are together and there's the daughter who's trying to sell their story. Their story, Which, yeah. kind of a meta thing, because, like, the, the the publisher, she stopped reading it. And she's like, well, right. what happens to David? And the girl's like, you just, you gotta read. And she's like, but I can't, because it's just Francine and Kachu going back and forth. And I'm like, oh, Terry, I, mm, I see what you do. I, mm, I yeah. know what you're doing here. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's... It, it there definitely is a lot of that back and forth, but I mean that those are the parts that it's, build up. It's the love so story, realistic, though. You know, I yeah, it is. I don't. I mean, because people get so just entrenched in what they know, right? And or what their expectations what, yeah, that's, are. That's a big part of this too. Is people yeah. like build up fantasies of what other people are. Yeah. Well, no one reacts well when, you know, somebody comes along and gives them a good reason to put aside what they think is their life. Yeah. This, this, you know? I mean, people like comfort, you know? Yeah, exactly. And and that's that's the one of the the differences between Francine and Kachu is that Kachu is much more impulsive. Uh, yes. Yes, she is. And, you know, and she like francine just it's she's not wired that yeah, way she really just, she can't do it she's she has right. to take her time with this she can't just jump in which i mean it yeah. is infuriating as you're reading it because you're like oh my god you dingy broad yeah you love her just damn the torpedoes just do it <laughs> right I, I i get it i i yeah i get because you can relate to both yeah. sides, you know, because you're the outsider looking mm-hmm. into it. It's easy for you to see, but at the same time, there's never a point in the comic where you're like, well, why does it, why does she think that no, way? You know, exactly you know, it's why everyone thinks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's kind of the advantage that you have looking, you know, from it, from the outside. It's, you know, it's almost like if you were blind to one side, you, you'd end up as Freddie Femur. Oh, Lord, Freddie. 
<laughs> I mean, as much as you, as much as I, as much as I dislike him, and as much as Freddy is a super yeah. creep, he, like Terry Moore paints him with such depth. Okay, this. Though. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Terry yeah. Moore. Okay, when we talk about like strong female characters, a lot of people yeah. interpret that as oh, they have to be perfect, or they have to be like right. <sighs> What we got in the 90s with superheroes yeah, where it's like, oh, she's strong because she wears a thong and she has a gun. And it's yeah. like, no. Yeah. First of all, how is she holding that gun? It doesn't even look like she's holding. No, What's what? happening to her torso? Where oh, did God. her organs go? But, yeah. oh, my God. Like, the depth that he gives. Because there's, okay, three characters I can think of off the top of my head who were introduced kind of as, like, jokes you have yeah freddie Faber, who was francine's yeah. boyfriend at the very beginning i could not i just want to bring this mm -hmm. up really quickly when he starts losing his hair because he has a receding yeah. hairline eventually he looks like louis ck <laughs> and i couldn't shake the fact that it was oh louis ck and it was just like louis ck man you're messing up like stop, stop being such a creep about this damn it louis ck <laughs> Award-winning comic, Louis C.K. <laughs> Award-winning Creighton. Um, yes, Yeah, well. so you have Freddie, who is Francie's boyfriend at the beginning, who they've been yeah. dating for a year, and he finally breaks up with her because she's been refusing to sleep with him. And right. her whole thing was like, I was waiting for our one-year anniversary. And, right. you know. And he broke up basically on the yeah, anniversary. Yeah, yeah, and she catches him, like, <laughs> about to get down with, like, his secretary. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he starts out as very one-dimensional dude. Yeah, he's just like creepy dude yeah. the character. As this, the, the comic progress, and we get like, we do get like a Freddy issue later, yes. later on. And he gives him such surprising depth that I'm like. Yeah, I was like taken, I, I found it harder yeah, to Yeah, I was like, him. oh my god, you're just so lone like you have literally nothing and yeah. no one right exactly it's like your your professional life is successful but you have like you're yeah, like, empty I mean, inside and that's the only thing that he can like the only thing that made him feel like he had something yeah, was Francine. yeah so I'm like it no it doesn't excuse you stealing no no it doesn't excuse you yeah, stealing creep. her bikini pictures um yeah and then post and like basically posting yeah, revenge posting, porn, like early two thousands yeah, revenge or porn, or from stealing the giant painting that Kachu does, which was also highly inappropriate. Um, yeah, hilarious though. I will say, it was like you're humping the painting. He's like, no, I'm I'm measuring it. I'm yeah, trying to measure but it. But they do like there's this great scene where yeah, he does. He goes home to his apartment. And it's literally nothing. It's a chair with a phone sitting in the chair. And that is right. literally all he has. And I was like, holy shit, Freddy. Ugh. Yeah. And then Casey. Casey, yeah. <laughs> who is, uh, yeah. who he gets with after Francine, who is the, right. the uh, anti, okay, Francine is a very tall girl. She's like, six foot in heels. She's kind of a big yeah. girl. And yeah. You know, 
she like I want to vaguely resembles yeah, Jennifer yeah. Connelly. Vaguely. Um, and of course, so the next girlfriend is Casey, who's an aerobics instructor with a little boy butt yes. and tennis ball boobs. And that's who she yeah. is. She's this caricature of like ditzy, dumb blonde who's just, you know, yeah. we're going to get married but, in Hawaii standing naked under a waterfall. Yeah. Isn't it romantic? Yeah. And then, but by the end of the book, she becomes like a, a hidden yeah. gem of the series where you're like, no, she's, she's Yo, like a there's, good again, Like he, he fleshes you know? her out so much and she does get so yeah. entwined in this horrible 20 sided love. <laughs> I don't even know. Cause I mean, cause yeah, she, exactly. she's madly in love with she... David. Um, right. But then, you know, she also kind of has to think for Kachu and her Kachu hookup, and that kind of throws a wrench in with, yeah. like, Kachu and France. Anyway. But, yeah, I mean, she gets so much depth. Like, you find out about, yes, yeah, she's had all this plastic surgery, and, yes, yeah, she keeps getting her boobs done. But, like, she's yeah. not stupid. This goes back to self-esteem issues that she had as a kid. Right. You know, they tie her into the whole, like, crime thing. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, didn't yeah, see that was... one coming. Uh, no, no, right. I did not see that one coming. Um, but yeah, I mean, she helps that anorexic model yeah, that keeps yeah. passing out and um, stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, like she, like she's a, such a sweet, loving person. Yeah, and it is. I'm like, I, like, I kind of feel bad that like at the beginning I didn't like her. <laughs> right, like, exactly. But that's that's kind yeah, of the story of this sorry, book. Sorry, I didn't like it's you in the like, night. <laughs> almost every character you come across like even francine's dad got his own like crazy well dug yeah yeah her dad you know where who ran off with his secretary when she was right like in high school you know yeah yeah she you know who hard she ever hardly ever saw him you know it ruined the obviously ruined the marriage you know parents divorce and all that but yeah he comes yeah. back for the wedding yeah. Well, I think one of the most and it's it's a scene that sticks out in in my head because it you know, it kind of comes out of left field where he's still kind of like, oh, Francine's dad yeah, was yeah. kind of a jerk. You know, but they're on a boat. They're on uh, one of uh Brad's Oh yeah, boats. his brother Griffin Silver. Who's the rock star and Yes, you, and you do see like Griffin Silver songs. Yes. I, I was like, is he a real person? Who is no. he based on? Is this guy based on like Todd A? I think he's based on Todd A. I don't know. But but um, you know, where they're on the boat and you know, they have this talk, and he's just like, Francine, listen, you know, do what you want to do, just don't end up like me, an old man who's on a boat and he's just looking at the past and he can't get back because yeah. the boat is moving forwards. You know, and I was just like, oh my god, like. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh man, let's talk about favorite scenes because why not? No. Oh, jeez. Oh, this is where the okay. This is, is where we're gonna get ugly crying. Guys. Just so you know, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait. Am I going first? Or are you nominating can you, can me you to go first? Because I mean, I have like so much. I yeah. I can think of I a, a, a yeah, couple of thousands <laughs> of pages from this comic. Okay, I'll go first. Um. Okay. Okay. Yes, because I, I I need I, have, I need to take I a drink a just to okay. like prep myself for the weeping. No, this one's this. I'll start off not not ugly crying. We'll get to the ugly crying. 
So oh, okay. <laughs> so we'll build, we'll up build to, to that. Okay, so you have a point yeah. where, um, yeah, it's Francie, Kachu, and David are all living together. Um, sure. and Kachu's got an art show coming. This is another thread. Right. It's like her burgeoning career as a painter. Um, you know, David right. got her a showing earlier on. She's got people that are interested. There's like local art galleries. By the way, this all takes place in Houston, which is hilarious to me. Yes, it does take place in Houston. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're trying to discuss. They're like, all right, you know, well, what are you going to do? And it's like, oh, like, you know, the flowers are really pretty. But like, you know, your male nudes are also really nice. And she's looking at Francine. She's like, I don't know. I'd like to paint something that's closer to my heart. And you right. know, she's like, you know, will you do it, Francine? Will you, you know, will you finally, finally sit for me and Francine's like okay so you know she does you know the hair up she's like draped in a sheet and she's sitting there she's being yeah. a terrible model because she's fidgeting and she's like sneezing and yeah. <laughs> right she gets hungry she's like I think know, I need a and drink she's I... like oh my god yeah. just for a second so she finally gets up and she goes to look at the painting which of course I mean it's just very simple profile and she's looking yeah. at it and she's like Oh my God, like, who is this? She's beautiful. And Kachu looks at her and she's like, right. honey, that's, that's you. You know, there is no yeah. she, you know, what do you see when you look at yourself in the mirror? And she says, not right. her. And I'm just right. like, you and me both girl. I, I mean, cause again, like, that's just <laughs> such a great yeah, because I don't know like a person, let alone a woman, who hasn't experienced yeah. that, who looks at themselves and they don't see pretty or beautiful or handsome or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, I mean, everybody's critical when it comes to their yeah, own Yeah, I mean, I'm, but I'm saying like, especially like, I mean, I've spent most of my life, yeah, most of my life, pre-puberty, thanks you know, struggling with that. Uh, you know, I'm f- finally, yeah. finally, finally, like 20 plus years later at a place where I am. Yeah. But I'm pretty happy with with me. But I'm just like, that scene just resonates so deeply with me. And I'm just like, yeah. uh, I don't accept, I mean, I've also had, you know, I, I have had someone who did see the beauty who did see the best yeah. and, and it, it is, it's hard to reconcile that where it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. We're just so hard to see that, but you have somebody else who's like so adamant that like, no, th- this is you. right. This literally, this is you like literally there's right. no one else there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know. I mean, are you sure? I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think everybody can relate to that, you know, and I mean, that's just, uh, that's another, you know, like tick in the, the, like how, just how yeah, deep yeah. this comic is, you know, that it, that it would even address that sort of, you know, like that's a subject that you put in front of like, like Grant Morrison, his <laughs> head will explode. You I know? mean, it also goes very deep to, to Francine's character because she is, she's, she yeah. does. I mean, she's been struggling with her weight. She struggles with self-esteem. You know, she doesn't stand up for right. herself at all. Um, but, I mean, God help you if you go in on Kachu. Right. Yeah, yeah she'll, 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 she'll cut a you. bitch. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, no, you you tell scene. You tell because dude, I will relate this full damn okay. comic. Well, like... well, here we go. I'm gonna try. I'm okay. gonna try to keep it together. So this kind of speaks to one of one of the great strengths of this comic is that um, Mr. Moore knows how to tell a story with only images and no dialogue. Yes. I that's like a particular strength that I've noticed, and you know, I mean, there are. You know, the comic is, is very yeah, indie, yeah. you know, in, in the fact that you'll have scripts and you'll have, you know, uh, poetry. You'll have like, uh, you know, little snippets of music that that Greg and I need oh to get back God, to start yes. producing. Side note, I know I've mentioned this before, but like the one like rough yeah. draft thing that you did. I mean, yeah. literally, like I was I was like open, like ugly crying, like listening to it because yeah. I, I can't read music. I don't I don't know what it says. So to like have been yeah. reading this comic, it's the language <laughs> you know, of the been devil. This comic for so long, and having a piece yeah. of it that's been in- inaccessible, and then finally, yeah. finally, being able to hear it. Yeah, it's because there is tablature <laughs> in it. You know, anybody who can play guitar or piano could yeah. put these back together. You know, because a lot of it are yeah, Griffin yeah. Silver songs. You know, and uh, who. I really have a sneaking suspicion. I know who it is. I just, I have to think <laughs> about it. But anyway, um, so one of the things that happens later in the comics um, is that David dies. He has a, he comes down with a, a terminal yeah, cancer yeah, in his brain. Cancer. And, you know, what, what happens is, you know, he just pitches over one, one time and, you know, yeah. he, he dies. And, so what happens is Francine is going to because she has just literally heard that, you know, mm-hmm. David is dying. And, you know, she goes to, you know, just to go to to see him the one last time. And when she stops at the mm-hmm. at the house, you know, um, I think it's actually Casey yeah. that runs up to her. And, you know, she's just like bawling. And again, there's there's no yeah. dialogue in this part. And I mean, for me. When Matt died, um, <clears throat> I was I, I mm-hmm. was not there. You know, when when I when I got there, he had been brought oh. to the hospital and he had died en route to the hospital. Jeez. So when I got there, I remember like everybody was still kind of like, you know, there's mm-hmm. been an accident, you know, he went away in a in an ambulance. And when I went there, I remember getting out of the car and I remember my friend Joe like running up to me. And I remember, excuse me, I remember he was crying exactly, exactly like that. And yeah, it was just like the recall of that moment and then and the way that it's pronounced, the the (laughs) good job that it's portrayed in the comic, comic, yes. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> with images. It's you see, comics are. Look, we have to. De- but I mean, it, a little like levity. exactly <laughs> the same, exactly the same. And I like, I mean, you that that's a a kind of hurt that, I God, I hope you never experience yeah. that, listeners. But I mean, you know, it's just. To, to to distill that in comic form is just that's so powerful to be able to do that. And I mean, that's one of the greatest strengths of of this book is just like 
the the ability yeah, to yeah, do that yeah. you know and i mean th- that's what makes it absolutely fantastic okay now that we're in like full ugly cry yeah now that we're in okay, ugly cry here's territory. my my ugly cry scene okay <laughs> let's get ready uh, make sure you're make sure you're so, up. okay i'm trying to think okay yeah. so yeah so this is after okay so with like the whole crime thing kind of the whole big deal yeah. is Kachu was like a right-hand man to Darcy and she stole yeah. a ton of money before like her yes. and Emma disappeared and then she resurfaces in Houston to be with Francine. So there's this whole, you know, right. huge power play. Her and David are on an airplane. <clears throat> and yes. Francine's oh supposed this, to go with yeah. them. She doesn't. It leads to this huge argument because um, they've been arguing back and forth, back and forth. They're on the plane. The plane yeah. crashes. Um, this is actually when right. people thought that he was going to kill David. I, I was, you have no idea how on yeah. the edge of my seat I was. I was just like, oh no, not this no. way. Don't he, do me He survives like the plane crash. Um, yes. But you know, it's Francine, you know, they hear about the plane crash and it's like, holy shit, I was supposed to be on this right. plane. Her and her mom, actually, they go to the hospital. You know, they're trying to find everyone. They find Kachu. And Kachu's been told in no uncertain terms, you get her away from you, come with us. Or, like, this girl you love, her family, her mother's dog, they're all dead. Right, because, yeah, Darcy and her her ilk are using Kachu at this point. You have to do it. So Kachu does i mean she pushes all the right buttons she has an, a violent outburst which is what could she yeah. does um cracks one of francine's ribs and you know francine of course is bawling yeah. she's like you know i don't understand what are you doing what are you saying so right and this is actually how she meets her future would-be husband um but yeah so yes. afterwards she's you know outside she's sitting with her mom and you know, she's talking to her about Kachu and, you know, she's like, well, you know, I know, honey, you know, you're, you know, it's hard to lose a friend, even a best friend. She's like, no, mom, you don't understand. Like, Kachu is my soulmate. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, her mom's like, what are you saying? She's like, no, it wasn't like that. And then she's the line that, that gets me. That absolutely gets me is. Yeah. All I know is we were supposed to spend the rest of our lives together, and this is as far as we got. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> to cycle back to the beginning with my yeah. friend Liana, that's, right. that, that is it. I thought yeah. for sure, like, this was going to be a friend I was going to have until, like, the end of time. And right. to have her taken away so young yeah and i mean like fuck cancer just yeah fuck cancer and that yeah. i mean that that is a scene like i just think about it and like it is it's like instant just like waterworks and snot and just like it's yeah but it just like that's that's it for me it's just yeah i did like i i thought that that was like the rest of our lives and no, we, that's, that's as far as we ever got was 2013. And I like tied into that. The other scene is, um, 
yeah, like a little after that, um, Francine's gone back to Nashville. Because, of course, she's, like, right. you know, eyeing up people her mom's carrying on. Like, oh, you'll move back home with me. And she's like, oh. <laughs> no, oh, no. boy. You know, when David comes back. And side note, when yeah. we see Francine again, I thought he had introduced a brand new character. Because I did yeah, not. I right, was like, because... who the hell is this? And I was like, oh, my. It's Francine. Yeah. She lost weight. I was like, oh, my right. God. Yeah. But, um. You know, and she is, she's engaged and blah, blah, blah. Isn't it fantastic? Casey comes to visit her. And they're talking right. about, you know, everything. And, of course, it turns to Kachu. And they're sitting outside and it's nighttime. And, you know, Francine's looking up at the, at the sky. And she just says, you know, you see the brightest star. You know, you see the brightest star. I know the girl who hung it there. And, yeah. and I'm just like, me too, Francine. Yeah. Like me too. Yeah, like I, true. I did know the girl who hung that brightest star in the sky. And yeah. I'm not even gonna lie, guys. I am crying right now. It's not. It's not full out ugly <laughs> cry, but. <clears throat> yeah. Well, she was that. To, yeah. To a no, lot of I, us. I know she was that you know? to just about everyone that yeah. she knew. She was that <laughs> kind of person. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Oh, okay. Another what good other... one. It's not an ugly cry. But that's a really... Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's good. We, we need more of those. <laughs> I mean, because I could talk about... I can feel our listenership just... plummeting as we're getting more and more uncomfortable. I mean, because we could talk about, you know, Emma dying, but... Uh, no. No, no thank um, But no, you. this is actually... I think that goes to, like, a really great visual metaphor. Um, sure, so, sure. Again, later on... Still with Francine, you know, I think, yeah, no, at this point she's pregnant. That's right. Her and, her and Brad are engaged. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. pregnant with her first child. And she's on her way yeah. to, she's going to go talk to a therapist. Because it's like all right. these confused feelings. You know, her mom tried to get her to talk to like mm-hmm. the pastor. <gasps> yeah. No, because she's like, yeah, so I'm in well. love with the woman. And he's like, oh. Oh. Oh, um, well, uh, the Bible like, yeah, says that. You know, fuck the Bible, because, like, I know what I say. So, <laughs> the whole scene, it's her talking to herself as a 12-year-old. So, you have, like, gawky, gangly Francine. Yeah. Yeah, who wants to be, be a ballerina. ballerina who is like, no, you know, marry a fireman, have tons of babies, you know, it's that easy. And there's grown up Francine who's like, that's your answer. Like, what? where does Kachu fit into this? And she's like, well, what, you know, whatever. You can be friends. And she's like, well, no, but I want to, like, be with her. And she's like, ew! Kid self recoils her. And she's like, you're yeah. gross. You're a weirdo. I can't believe I'm going to grow up to be weird. And, you know, and she's like, you know, of course, you know, old Francine, she's just like, you know, you know, but without Kachu, we don't have anything. You know, Kachu is the only one who loves right. us. She's the only one who stood by us. She's the only one who will ever be there. You know, w- without that, there's nothing. And if we if we don't reconcile right. this, this it'll, we'll never be happy. I'm like, that's, right. that's it. That, 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 yeah. like three-page scene is Francine in the nutshell. And it was just, it's so 
brilliant, I thought. I don't know. I just, I really, really like that part. Yeah. No, no, it is. And I mean, that's that's the way you build a, a character with that kind of depth, you know, is, is like, you know, you have them talk to themselves or, you know, you take parts of their past and put them in your comic. You know, I mean, it's and and that's why I think like, you know, it's very rare that you come across a character so well thought out and so yeah, like, and the fact prepared. This comic is you know? full of them. Full. Yeah, exactly. It is staggering to me. I just like, and again, to like circle back to like the strong female character thing. It's like, Kachu and Francine are both strong female characters. And it's because they are allowed to revel in their, their weaknesses. Kachu is a strong. Yeah, exactly. It's because they're flawed. It's not because that they're flawless. It's because that they have flaws and they work around them. Kachu is a strong character because of her her violent temper be, because of her alcoholism because she keeps pushing people away while trying also right. desperately to hold on to them because she doesn't know what she wants kind of the same right, with Francine exactly. Francine is a strong character because of her neuroses because of her insecurities because she's completely right. unable to reconcile what she wanted with what she's getting. Right. Exactly. She's strong enough also to realize that what she's getting and what she thinks, at least Mm -hmm. on the surface is like, no, this is, this is it. This is the rest of my life, you know, and, and realizing that there's something wrong and that something wrong is, is yeah, I'll say this too. Um, my best friend in high school, Sadly, I've I've yeah. lost touch with. Um, she came out because of this comic. Like she was reading it, and right. she's like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be Francine." She's like, "I'm going to wake up one day, yeah. married to a like washing this dude's underwear," and that's right. not exactly. at all what I what I want for myself. <laughs> Right, exactly. And, you know, it's it's that kind of, I mean, that's like real yeah. person strength. You know, that's not like, you know, like whatever, Superman can like lift a car or whatever. But like, that's not, you know, that's not real writing. Like when you're talking about like, you know, a, a someone being strong, unless you're adult, you know, we're like, no, he's strong, yeah, he can no, lift up I mean... a car. Like, yeah, but like. You know, when you're talking about emotional strength and, like, strength of character and, you know, like, knowing that there's something missing and going out to look for it in in any way that you can, like, giving up what would be a comfortable existence because you know that you'd be living a lie every day. You know, that's, that's like, real person person strength, strength. man. Yeah. Yeah, it's like regular dude strength. That's what we have yes. for comic book characters. Oh. <laughs> Suck it, Hulk. Um, oh, here's, okay, another good visual metaphor. Um, when Kachu sure. is talking about what it's like to be in love with Francine, and it's her, again, yeah. this is another one, no dialogue. And I think it is it's like a two or three page thing. Yeah. Where it's her and she's scaling a mountain scaling the mountain she gets up to the top and it's like okay and then she takes out <laughs> yeah. a knife 
plunges it into her yeah. chest, rips open her sternum, right. puts a hand in, tears out her heart, and she throws right. it. It becomes a bird. Francine catches it, and Francine is like right. beautiful and ethereal, and all. she just right, exactly. And then she she takes yeah. it and then just hucks yeah, it right takes, back into she her chest. Kisses it, throws it right back into her. Yeah, and it pushes her off of the top of the mountain. But the look on her face yeah. is—I mean, it's just serene. It's just this beautiful smile. Yeah, exactly, as she's plummeting, and I'm like, that's. Right. Again, that that's it. Good good job. Yep. You've read Strange to Paradise <laughs> if you read these three pages. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's there are so many smart little writing things that he does, like especially with with <laughs> visual, you know, with with visual acumen, you know, and, that, and that's certainly yeah, one of the parts I, I did. Like, oh my like god! Now I'm just like imagine. thinking of like, I I don't know, like the whole. <clears throat> How toxic the David and Kachuf relationship is, and yet you're still it is, for and it it's like work. right because it's like you know they're they're not, not the right all. pair I mean, for each other. Okay, it, poor David, we've glossed not... over poor David. We we have we have, and yeah. initially I didn't yeah, like no, David, David very much. By the by, initially I was like this wishy washy <laughs> poet so dude. David. Who we first meet as he's an art student. Uh, he meets Kachu in an art gallery. Yes. She's left a used tampon on a sculpture. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. A sculpture of a man <laughs> clutching a woman. Sex yeah. is crap. Um, and he does. He asks. He yeah. asks her out for coffee, and it just kind of goes from there. And we turn. You know, we come to find out he's Darcy Parker's little brother. He's been sent there to keep right. an eye on Kachu. Um, but he's been right. madly in love with her since the day he's at a party. Since he saw her. And this Ram, was the night yeah. that Kachu and Emma, like, fucked off with a ton of the money. Um, uh, and he does. He doesn't have anything right. to do with the family anymore. Um. Right. Except that he is related to yeah, them. Yeah, and that's and another that thing. comes of, into like play a, like much, a, much later. A recurring theme is the inability to escape your past. Yes. Um, and I would say even Francine right. falls into that, and that she's you know, oh, her sure. past yeah, might absolutely. not be like murderous gangsters, but <laughs> right. But it's still, you know, you get like you know the the, the oh, happening yeah, at the play, plot. and then you yeah, know all this. She... Yeah, that's where yeah, all the problems um, start with Freddie as well. So yeah, so that's that's our introduction to David. Now he does, he does wind up coming back, yeah. and he is this huge complication for Kachu. I mean, Kachu identifies as a right. lesbian. Like she's like, I don't like men, but here's David who, right, exactly, she does love. It's, I don't think she knows, right, how to be with him. And then you get the complication of both right. of their pasts that he knows everything about her. And yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's initially a source of conflict, but it becomes yeah, something that does draw them know, together. She initially knows nothing about him. And it's like, okay, you know that right. my stepfather raped me on my birthday. I never told you that. You you know I was called baby right, June. Exactly. I never told you that. Right. Um, but yeah, I think okay, the two things that stand out to me for like kind of like to sum up that relationship. Um 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. So after David initially left. And then he comes back. Right. And, yeah, because it's Kachu and Francine, and they're in the kitchen, and they're talking, and, you know, she finally gets to kiss Francine. Like, for real. But, oh, right. no, there's, like, a creep yeah. lurking outside, and she's like, you know, whoever this is, you know, I'm going to kick their ass, and she opens the door, and it's David. Right. And so, you know, she goes outside, it's yeah. pouring down rain, she's standing there in her underwear, and David's making this big proclamation right. of love. Of, you know, I love you. I want to be right. with you. Just, you know, please, could you just give us a chance? And she's railing against him. She's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not your Barbie fantasy girl. Get out of here. I don't want right, you. He's exactly. like, you know, I love you, Katina. And she, she hits him, like, not like slap. Not like a girl slap, but like. Yeah, she like. Hauls yeah, off like and punches him in the face. Yeah. Beats the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, because this is after she's been shot. So she, yeah, busts the stitches. And right. he stands there yeah. in the rain, like, just shoulders hunched. And it's like, if this is how you want to spend our time together, that's okay. At least it'll be your fists that are beating me. David! Yeah. Oh, See, my God. And that's initially... That's initially when I was just like, ah, oh, I don't yeah. like David. You know, because because of how strongly, you yeah, know, yeah. He, he affects her. It's just like, you in know, that, I'm just like, that's but, not healthy. Um, no, it's totally not, that actually, bro. That, she says much <laughs> later on the series, um, after her and Francine have been doing their back and mm -hmm. forth, back and forth, back and forth. And she tells Francine, yeah. she's like, I'm not going to stick around, you know, and wait for you just because having a bad relationship helps you define yourself. I have self-respect. I'm not David. Right. Which is, uh, of course, like a light bulb yeah. moment for her of like, oh shit, that's exactly what I've been doing to this poor yeah. guy. Um, right. And exactly. then the other line that gets me is after um, her and David do wind up sleeping together. Um, really, yeah. she's in a really bad emotional place. Again, it's post-Francine, because that's every yeah. time that she's in a bad emotional place, because... <laughs> right, exactly, right, is when she... Well, the, and, and the, the tragedy of it is, is she's the yeah, one that usually is... pushes Francine away, you know, it, because of, you know, just like, you know, Francine isn't yeah, ready she, for not, that sort of um, yeah, relationship. And yeah, it's kind of like, um, it's just her, you know, inner monologuing about stuff. And she says something to the, to the effect yeah. of, you know, he, you know, he's, he slept with a woman in flames. Um, but, you know, that fire has been extinguished. You know, I do not lie down with sheep. Yes, yes. And yes. I'm like, God right, exactly. damn. God damn. Yeah. I mean, she, she loves right. him. I mean, she, she loves him. She, she really, really does. It's just. Yeah. It is such a bad relationship for both of them. It is. It is because, yeah, and I think exactly. It it's true. But at the same time, it's like the rare mm -hmm. moments where they're happy. It's perfect. You know, yeah. it's just like you want yeah, so no, I mean, badly again, for it I mean, to work out for them. They do love them, each other so much. You know? And you do see these glimmers of where it is working. Yeah. And they are happy yeah and you're like okay well maybe it will but ultimately no it won't because she 
Yeah, but no, ultimately it won't work out. I mean, she loves Francine. Like, David, you're not yeah. Francine. And that's what it just it boils right, down exactly. to. Yeah. Let's see. What was a good a good mm-hmm. Francine moment that that came up? And this is another one. It mm-hmm. got me and it, it caught me by surprise. And it got me. It it did get me. Um where it's okay, after yeah, Griffin yeah. Silver gets shot. Where they kill the the guy who I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know what indie yeah, rocker is. I will is find out one day. Brother. But right, and he's like yeah, a, a he's, pretty yeah. hip, in, famous in, in musician, universe famous dude. Yeah. He knew Kachu when she was baby June. Yes. So yeah, when they show up to the wedding, and he's like baby right. June, and she punches him out. Baby, <laughs> she just punches him in the face. Yeah. But um, you know, they're going through um you know, all of the things and, and Brad is there and Francine is just, oh, you know, yeah. she's found out that Brad's cheated on her and she's, and <laughs> she's just like, you know what? No, I'm done with this. Like I, I am a hundred percent done with this. You know, I know what mm-hmm. I need to do and I know who I need to be with. And, you know, um, Brad's trying to stop her and Griffin silvers, uh, it's his girlfriend really, because he, he oh, wouldn't yeah, marry yeah, her yeah. because he was yeah, afraid that he that. would cheat on her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I find very, very humanizing of him. Um, you know, and you know, Brad's like, I'll just wait till she cools down and she'll come back. And Nikki's like, she won't be back. Oh, She's yeah. She's gonna become something yeah, magical. That was good. Yeah, it's it's super good. It still chokes me up a little bit even talking about it because it's like <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, like, okay, I'll yes finally, you know. Having read this book pretty much from, like, the entirety of it being published in single issues, yeah, it was so emotion that the ending to this book was so emotionally satisfying. It, it is. Oh, my God. It's so perfect. Like, if they would have ended it where... Um, where Francine and and Kachu yeah. are like in the house in the blow up mattress, you know, and I was like, oh, that's that's like the best way to end this, but they well, choose like they... to end it when they finally yeah they spread David's ashes and then snows and there's that one mm-hmm. panel of of just the snow that has erased all you know it's almost like <clears throat> like the world has just like it's moved yeah, on and it's all erased the ugliness and all everything. of that badness yeah. that and then you see them yeah yeah if you see them it's like Super good a year later maybe you know francine's yeah. actually she's gotten pregnant again. she actually lost the first the first baby yeah yeah oh, that god. oh my that, god that yeah, when, okay, me so, too. okay so this so she she's pregnant you know it's a boy she's so excited and she does she loses the baby the baby's heart just yeah. stops it's nobody's fault. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so they're going ahead with the wedding. Kachu's there to try to do, like, her last ditch. Like, Francine, please. Right. And Francine's mother comes right. up, and she's like, you know, you're not wanted here. She's like, my daughter lost her baby, and I hold you responsible for that. And she's just like, what a terrible right. thing to mm-hmm. say to another person. And I'm like, that Stone Cold yeah. Murray, that was a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. To say to some, oh my yeah, God. Okay. Absolutely. No, just, it makes me think of like Casey, who's like interfering 
because her and Kachu are living together at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because she has worked her way in as a friend. She's yeah. not just the ex-boyfriend's ex-wife. Yeah, she's part of right, the crew yeah, now. Right, yeah, she actually becomes, like, and part she, of the crew. And, yeah. yes, and she she's thinks part she's of doing Kachu a favor, because Francine calls Kachu immediately when she finds out that she's miscarried. And it right. goes to voicemail mm-hmm. on her cell phone, and Casey is like, you know, she deletes it, because she's like, no. She's like, I've seen what happens when you play your little games. She's like, this ruins her. Right, exactly. And she's like, no, she's not doing it. Well, of course, this whole thing is now Kachu didn't know. Yeah. Because she never got the message. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it came well, from a good place. She was trying place, to protect her. But it's like. Know? Yeah, but at the same time, it was yeah, just like, like Casey, a case of misplaced. You can't. You know? Yeah. You know, because then she opened the mail, too, from her mom. Yeah. Where it's, oh, my God. Okay, I'm, like, going right. to get totally sidetracked here. So, yeah, she opens the letter from her mom, and it's her stepfather has died. <laughs> right. And one of the most powerful yeah. moments in this comic. They did, or he did, like, mm-hmm. a two-issue high school thing where it showed the girls. Yeah. And you saw Freddy, mm-hmm. too. You know, he was there. In high school. And there's this part yes. where they're in English. And the assignment was to write to write poetry. And of course, Freddie stands up and he reads this poem right. about boobs, and isn't it great? And yes. Right. You mean young Louis C.K. That's burgeoning. And Kachu is there, you know, tousled hair. She's in her leather jacket, you know, and she's like, you know, where's your poem? She's like, it's in my locker. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you know, your locker must be overflowing with all the assignments that's in it. And, you know, Huff, she stands up and she recites this poem, This Mask I Wear, which I almost have it memorized. Yeah. But it's about the abuse that she's suffering at her stepfather's hands. And it's, you know, line, you know, this mask I wear comes off the day this mask I wear lies on your grave. You know, little girls grow up, my friend, and learn the wicked ways of men. Right. And everyone's just in just shock over this. So. So yeah, so when yeah. Ace finally fucking kicks the bucket, and she goes to visit, and she spray paints. Shh. Yeah, well, his name is Ace too, which bothers <laughs> you're me. A I was like, I'm, I'm glad you're gone. And she Ace. spray paints child molester, and she like sets it on fire. And I'll... yeah, and she... I'm like, God, yeah, get she it, girl. Sets his grave on fire. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's oh good my God. catharsis She's finally. So yeah. much anger. She is an angry. Yeah. Angry, angry girl. But that's an interesting thing, too, to see her go from, like, consumed by anger in her 20s to, by the end of the book, she's, you know, turning 30. And she actually has found some Right, and she starts to cool down. Yeah. I mean, I think David contributed a lot. I think losing David contributed a lot to that. Uh, Yeah. But, yeah, is that she's finally starting to find peace and a, and a balance and as she's doing that you know francine yeah. is like coming into her own and getting like super feisty about you know everything right yes <laughs> but that's the thing is it's like when they're together it they complement each other so well that they're both at peace and that's what you know it's the missing it's that's what's missing in their lives it's is, just you know that right exactly that yeah it is it's, it's, it's just beautiful that it's freaking beautiful to to finding each other right and it is oh god it's just it's right. such a beautiful comic i mean there's a reason yeah absolutely i mean Have- 
have your tissues ready though because i mean it the book will torture mm-hmm. you it will torture you but i mean it's just it's so good like you you have this like it was on my list and honestly if emily didn't like prod me to read yeah, it i probably I think... would have been like oh i've always wanted to read that <sighs> okay for all the because this book it has won a number of awards um and you know when we talk yes. about 90s comics and we talk about like the indie publishing scene in the 90s i mean strangers of paradise was like on top of that yeah it, i mean this this was a huge yeah i mean yeah. i had heard of it like i knew that it was and around thing, i was just like, think well it's a relationship comic a little I... bit because yeah. it, it is it's a, a heavily female cast heavily queer female cast yeah. um mm, right i think the majority of its like its most loyal fans are are female readers yeah um a lot of its fan base is actually it's right. women who don't read comics is that this was the comic it was like oh dudes right you want your girlfriend to read a comic give her strangers in paradise yeah. You know, which of course presented kind of a conundrum when he was publishing the omnibus because he's like, oh, none of you like keep track of this shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Although I, I do own the omnibus and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 mean, I may okay, have to I'll, pick I'll it up and add it to my collection. I own this comic in single issue format. I own the, the single trades. Yeah. I own the omnibus. I own a digital copy. I have my uh, mm-hmm. Molly, my mama lie tattoo, um, which I really yeah. need to get. I've never been happy with how it looks. I need to get it redone. You know, all my screen names are derived from mama lie. It's true. <laughs> I can tell like, you what that is this is that? the truth, like, my friends. She's a muse death figure. Yeah, I mean, she's, if I may kind of tie this in sure. a little bit to to Sandman, she is kind yeah, of like she... a, a death figure, you know, where she's, she doesn't, you know, she's not like 90s death where it's like, boy, you're gonna die and look at my six pack, you know, like it's, she's, you know, it, it's like a gentle wind, you know, or like just yeah. a. A, a doorkeeper and yeah because you know, i mean she, she shows up for david and she takes you home um when he dies and you know yeah that was yeah. that was really good but there's oh, like the big crossroads so good. and she, you know and he's like you know where are we going and she's mm-hmm. like you know we're going home um oh god i just uh, now i'm thinking about like kachu and, and and emma you know when they're in in hawaii mm-hmm. and that's what she yeah. sees is Oh God! Right, exactly. Yeah, rereading this. The... Okay, so Emma, like we said, she's she's the woman who took Kachu in, cleaned her up. Like Kachu loves this woman. Right. Um, you know, they stole all the money together. They were in Hawaii for a couple of years, and then they split. Um, and Emma goes off to Canada, and right. she Kachu gets news that Emma's dying. She has AIDS, and she's dying. She's in a hospice. Right. Um. Yeah. And yeah, like that tore me up in a way i wasn't I mean, i've yeah. read this comic a number of times like i have like the first yeah a third of this comic pretty much memorized 
I'm not going to lie to you. Um, so it's not like it was a shock. Yeah. But after having lost right. a friend, especially a friend. Right. It's it's like an, an yeah, entirely new Yeah, especially spectrum. having lost a friend yeah, to an experience illness. And having. Yeah. Even though she, she did at-home hospice care, seeing her in that right. situation seeing what illness right. does exactly and then i'm like oh my god i just yeah yeah it, it just it got too real because it's like you are you know trying to have the conversations and uh, of course the person knows they're fucking dying i mean you you can't not know yeah. but you know but you're sitting there trying to be like oh no no yeah. you're gonna be okay and it's like no i trust me i know yeah. it's not you know and then yeah. yeah, and then it starts snowing, and and then she's gone. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah. It's like when David goes, and Kachu's like right yeah. next to him, and you have right. that scene mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, exactly. He's in the bed. And of course, he's hooked up to all the stuff because he's had a massive seizure. And right. but it's him, and he's just in the yeah. bed, and he winks at her, and then she winks. Right. Yeah. She sees him without all back. the all the machinery. Right. And then it's he's gone. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Let me grab, like, my twentieth box of Kleenex, yeah. Mister Moore. <laughs> I hope you it's have so, like it's so you true. need it's uh, so like, true. Uh, some sort of like licensing branding deal with Kleenex. Sip brand <laughs> tissues. Sip tissues. Because yeah. it's just it most does, absorbent just... tissues. It's so true, though. But I mean. In all of that sadness and in, in all of that emotional turmoil, it's one it, of the most beautiful is, books that I've ever read. So I mean that honest. It's so honest. And yeah. like like I said, again, I mean, maybe as a female reader, I like I said, I just I do. I see so much of myself in Francine. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. oh God. I, I'm like, well, I don't know. If Francine can get her yeah. shit together and chase happiness, maybe I can too. I, I can do <laughs> you it. You told pal. you can do it, buddy. I, yeah, it's it's it is. It's an interesting, I, I guess, like reflection to see. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you really, like, really. If should. you've never like read said, it, you I think read a lot it. of people pass it up as you like, really, oh, really it's should. that like. Well, that's, I I totally yeah, did. I was just, like, I'm not interested in this, this tripe, you know, relationship this trash, it's like... this like chick comic, and that's yeah. selling it so short, right. so it short. It really, I really mean, is. It really. I. I, I mean, and that's if my I like, like it. I you'll really like don't it. Come on. <laughs> like, like quote end quote like chick lit, you know, like fluff romance the usual tripe that's like right. targeted to women it's bullshit but right. like there's yeah, so it's, much it's predictable depth and, and yeah meat to the story yeah and so many compelling characters and you do right. and you get so wrapped up and you're so you're so mad it's at everyone so but like when it's oh <laughs> yes <laughs> That is absolutely. I was at my desk and I was like, "Fucking David!" Like, like, 
you know, I was reading it at work, which, you know, I'm, I'm not a bad worker. I'm just very involved. But when it's over, especially for someone who, you know, wasn't reading this as it was going, I didn't, I, I had the true. advantage this, of not I mean, having to having wait. Having to wait. And you're like, Francine, well, just, <laughs> God's yeah. sake, just fucking get over yourself for five minutes. Yeah. Could you just it's sit true, down, but it's just, like, just simmer when down. it ends. <laughs> I mean, I had like a minor panic it, attack it was, when it ended because it was it was done. You know, like a like a petulant child. Lord, I was like, no, I, wanted, yeah, I, I just, want I want more. So, more bedtime stories, you girl. When they she just closes the yeah. door, closes the door on their life, and yeah, I just exactly. think so perfect. Way to perfect. Yeah. Ah, it's just so beautiful yeah. and so perfect. Oh, uh, uh, it is. It uh, fantastic. Just heart and eyes little, that are little then, like applause. tears coming out of the hearts. So maybe they're tiny hearts that are coming out of the bigger hearts. Yeah. Crying hearts. Oh, I, I don't know. That's horrifying. I'm sorry. I said God. <laughs> that's that's very terrible. I, I don't know I'm, where I'm, I was going. But yeah, yeah there's just so much. Like I said, like there's like fun like in universe stuff with. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to tell you that it, it it's like this emotional, like, like <laughs> bed of coals that you're drug over. It, it is. There are parts like that, but it is also there is, like there there's so much humor in it as well. That you know, I mean, you get like you know, sometimes they'll do the one-off comic where it's like they a Freddy a comic, Zena and comic. you know, it's they, they wear Zena it's it? amazing she hits her head that's right they're getting to watch Xena because being 90s yeah. lesbians mm-hmm. what else do you do and Kachu hits her head right it's true and of course and it's she... Francine and Xena it's a Xena comic and Kachu is Gabriel and she's like what the fuck right and then why David's, am I the sidekick uh, this doesn't make any sense poet dude the musician I just you know but then yeah. you get like fun like small in universe thing you get the music you get the poetry you get yeah i mean his his side story molly right. and Pooh, that was being published at the front of issues yeah which do do you like like victorian lesbian serial killers because that's what that is it's actually a really yeah, cool it's thing rad. it's you know, super you get, rad like, i love the it. prose yeah. And you know, pro tip the the page numbers. Yeah, that's actually how many pages of Strangers of Paradise he's written. Yeah, so you get the, the actual oh my goodness pros. You get like when he's like experimenting with storytelling, and and yeah, it was frustrating it reading it issue mm-hmm. to issue, and you're just like, oh, what's happening? Yeah, when it's all together. Yeah, but when you consider the whole, you know, it's 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 a beautiful. I don't say it, I don't say that very often either. It's a beautiful so, book. So beautiful. It is so like, there good. Are, it's so relatable. Yeah. Yeah, like there are panels yeah. of like when he draws like Kachu or Francine, and I'm just like, oh my god, these women are so yeah. gorgeous. Like, okay, I see now. Why, yeah. when David saw Kachu, even though she was blasted off her ass, he was like, this is the most beautiful woman right, I've ever exactly. seen. Right, exactly. You know, or, you know, looking at Francine, and I'm like, right. holy shit, no wonder Freddie and Chuck cannot get over you. 
you know right exactly oh my god woman why do you have these self-esteem issues you you're beautiful like again you dingy broad come on (laughs) but yeah i mean like seriously just 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 read it just read it just go and just go this comic it's it's so my god so good it's not ugly crying all the time i promise i promise i mean we hardly no, ever no, even it's... touched on the whole crime thriller thing, which gets like so like Yeah. It it is really very I mean, twisted like, up. Hope... It's super cool though. You get glimpses of like David in uh-huh. the Yakuza where he kills that kid. Yeah, and then you're like, Oh my god. Yeah, you get like the whole messed up thing with their family. Like, um Oh my god, we didn't even touch you get on Bambi Tam- and Tambi. She's we didn't, yeah, we didn't even talk on that. We didn't even talk on that. Tambi's Very another scary. one who started out as kind of like this one-dimensional, just like big, tough, like lady. Yeah, and then you get yeah, that was another part that got me mm-hmm. when when she's telling her where all the scars came from. She was like, "No, you don't understand all the things that I've done." And yeah, she's like cutting I... herself in the shower, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I, it's, it's dude, I dude, I, I know, I, right? It's, <laughs> like, it's so great, and then it's like, yeah. Also, it's like what he he doesn't show you. Like, okay, a thing that I really, really liked with this, yeah. as this turns to like a five-hour monologue. No, we're only we're. I'm I'm okay. gonna try to keep it okay. under an hour and thirty minutes. Is, so um, we're we're still so good. with Kachu's past. Um, because again, like Francie, as what Francie knew for a long time, all she thought she knew was that Kachu went to go live with an aunt in Cleveland. Yeah. she had no idea. Until, I mean, David right, plays it exactly. all out and it's the whole thing. But, I mean, Kachu has an FBI file. And the whole thing with being baby June. Right. And it was like, why was, you know, why was she so popular? And it was because she could do things. We never find out. We don't need to know. Right. You know, and again, like another great scene. Right, exactly. When, um, gosh, it, it's one of the times that Kachu just disappears on Francine. And again, it's like her trying to deal with Darcy and trying yeah. to keep it away from Francine. Um, right, and she's exactly. got her, her FBI right. file because this was given to her by the detective after the whole thing. Um, and it's got the, the Polaroids yeah. of her and Emma with the senator. And, you know, Francie's like, you know, I know right. I promised mm-hmm. you that I wouldn't look at this, but like, you've left me no, like, I don't know what's happening. And she goes and she breaks it open. And it's, this, right, again, exactly. this great no dialogue. And you just see Francine, or yeah, Francine, right, looking exactly. at the pictures, and all you see it's is her, her reaction. reaction. It's just yeah. her, like, the tears welling up, and just her hands covering her face. And she just drops to the ground with the pictures just all around her. And it's like, right. you don't need to know what's in those pictures. Yeah. All you, yeah, you just need right, to see. Right, exactly. That's why, oh, man, Terry Moore, you, you, yeah, well, you're great. You, you we'll do read, what you um, do. Because he does have two other books. Uh, he did Echo. Which is a, um, yeah. it's a sci-fi book. And then he did Rachel Rising, which is horror. Yeah. Which is really, really fucking good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, I can imagine. Um, he could, he's probably real good at horror. It's, 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 I don't want to be too scared. I just, no, this book, I'm just yeah, going to keep saying, guys. It's so good. So good. Yeah. You, you really should read it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it won so many awards for a reason. You know, and it's... Like, I mean, 
like again, yes, I, I don't say many books is, are beautiful, but this one definitely is. It's just so good. <sighs> yes, I'm glad to have talked about it though. I, I I feel that it's helped me move on a little bit because I was stressing about like it, not it having to read it. I, I'm not oh, even reading. I mean, the... as somebody who again, I've read this often enough that I have yeah. like, the entire swath of it. Yeah. I couldn't put it and down. And that's what I did. You know, because like, I, I, I just kept reading and reading and reading. It's and reading, broken but, into two yeah. volumes. And I, I did. I read yeah. it in two days. I was just, well, I mean, it helps to, again, like I have the first like yeah. half of it memorized. So I'm just like, you know, refreshing my memory. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. Just no, like, skip okay, all no, these, I, baby. No, I, I know this. You want someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am sort of that way with Sandman as well. But once I start to read it, I guarantee you, I'm just gonna. Yeah, that's I'm, all I'm gonna talk about for for a long I, time. I'm pretty um, excited to get to Sandman. Good. I think if you, I think yeah. you'll make it past the first issue better than than you did previously because it it's one of those books where it, it started being written in the, in the goddamn yeah, 80s, yeah. and the 80s were a weird time for comics. You know, I mean, the first good story you get out of it is unsurprisingly a John Constantine uh, cameo, which is one of my favorite <laughs> stories that is done. It's more of a nightmare, really. But, um, you know, and again, it's oh, uh, such a good we'll humanizing moment for John weeks. Constantine, too. Yeah. We'll get so, to that. Yeah, we'll get so to that. Up, I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to jump the gun. planned two weeks. So that we can, like, really get into it. And then yes. after Sandman and after we're done. Right. Ugly crying everywhere. We'll get back into the right. Exactly. Oh my god! I apologize in advance for Sandman because I am going to get Ugh. emotional. Oh, it's a very important book. To oh, me. As important as Strangers in Paradise oh, is for Emily. Is but then Sandman. after that, it'll be back to weekly, yeah, so and get... we have a a hilariously horrible theme in line for you guys. <laughs> so after probably these like yes, eight plus plus episodes, we'll be back to our. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back to our normal C plus D. Our, our star you tried episode. <laughs> uh, those of you who are local, um, in in November, I will be hosting a panel on podcasting at the Ocean County oh, Library. Man. So, so drop by for that, dudes. Oh, no, I'll teach no, you how to A-plus do C plus podcasts. Yeah, that's yes, A plus podcast. Cry a lot on there. Snot all over your microphone. Yeah, just. Play a <laughs> lot of Modest Mouse in the background and cry a lot on air. Um, <laughs> I hate Modest Mouse. Anyway, um, so here at Open City Radio, yeah, this extremely real. real, real podcast. I'm it did. did. It totally too, did. But to I'm glad that we did Sip it. A couple of times. And it's a very hard book to talk about, but it's much easier to yeah. have someone else here that has also read it to bounce off of. So I'm glad we finally did this. I really am. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray! Um, so you can uh, get at us at opalcityradio.gmail.com. You can you can thank us for uh, for reading Strangers in Paradise and and yeah, hey, we'll, we'll talk to you we'll about it over it. email. We totally will. I'll do it. Um, you can go on opalcityradio.blogspot.com. That is our home page. That's where you can link to oh, the podcasts man, and and all that you jazz. Should... <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I don't want yes. this picture. It's a, my Francine cosplay that I did. Years. 
Oh my goodness. I remember that. I remember that. And I was like, what are you my nerds dressed as? Like... cosplay, BT dubs that I still get comments on. Yes. Is yes, me and Liana did Francine and Kachu. <laughs> and I did Francine in her um... Okay, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah. To like derail this for like another 20 minutes. But like, yeah, the, she goes like, to like her new job. Commercials. <laughs> her outfit gets ruined by the bus. So she scrambles to find clothes and it's like green yeah. striped spandex pants and like a fuzzy pink sweat like crop sweater yeah. and she's yeah. she's working at an advertising <laughs> agency she gets put she in a gets, condom commercial she, right right the guy's just like she's perfect she's the perfect girl she won't threaten any like any women watching the comic won't feel threatened but what i love watching is the that, commercial won't feel threatened by her that happened like way early in the series it's much later yeah. than this. And then it comes out way later. Yeah. Right. I oh, just don't know like, like crazy ass commercial it is. And he's like, you know the look, and she yeah. just, <laughs> just freezes. Oh, poor Francine. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, Opal City oh, my uh, radio dot blogspot.com. Yeah, we're on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. You can tweet at Emily demanding um, that you refund you your broken heart after reading SIP. Yes, and she will mail you. She'll mail you our, our, our Opal City Radio yes. tissues, which are much more absorbent than the leading brand. Um, yep. So, yeah, we will be back in two weeks. Uh, and we will we will be talking yep. about Sandman, which is which is my yep. personal comic. So. No, oh, it'll be good. It'll yeah, be good. it'll be uh, it'll be a fun time. Yeah, no, it'll be it was, it'll be I super mean, we, fun. I promise you. See, it wasn't all weeping. It's a lot of jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. know us. We're we're pros. We're pros. <laughs> I'm I'm a professional at crying. Um, so yeah, we will catch you later on, guys. Yeah, bye, and guys. Uh, yeah. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.